Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger of Jay Rieger & Co., joined as always by my drinking buddy, Matt Basinger of Swell Spark, where we just finished a shot with our guest, shot of whiskey, that is. Uh, we're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, and this episode is brought to you by M-Prize Bank. Our guest today is longtime friend Eric Wolschlager of 3D Development here in Kansas City. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here. Eric is already endlessly disappointed to learn that there has never once been whiskey in any of the drinks Have that we've never? had on this show. Not not one single time. Matt Just says that as I'm literally holding the bottle of whiskey that clearly has at least sound effects. A couple shots out of it. Sound effect. Oh, wow. Was that a good... <laughs> there we go. Boop. That's not even a sound effect. That's real. Eric, we've known each other for a handful of years. Um, you, this is a relatively new role for you. What do you do? <laughs> so I joined 3D Development um, at the end of last year, October-ish. You and were with 2D Development before yeah, then. Just right. <laughs> I just decided to take one more step up. Yeah. Um, but no, we, we really have two sides of our business. You know, one is the, um, development side. So taking traditionally historic buildings here in Kansas city, specifically in the crossroads arts district neighborhood and bring them back to life with new use. Um, and then we have a management side of our business as well, where we're actively managing and really, uh, I think like where my expertise lends itself is, um, creating really amazing experiences for the tenants, users, and guests of the spaces that we've developed. Since I've known you, you're, you are one of the people who is the most for making Kansas city amazing of, of anyone else who I know, which is why wow. I mean, I've loved some of our com Such a conversations. Jeez, wow. present company. I included? said one of the most. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, this is a dream <laughs> conversation here. Um, but, uh, so tell me a little bit about how you got into what you're doing. Like yeah. what was your path here? Man, uh, it's interesting, and I'll try to tell, tell the very abbreviated version of this, but I moved to Kansas City. Can you City. tell the brief version? Yes, yeah, yeah. I will okay. be brief about this. Yeah, yeah. I moved let, to Kansas City in 2004. So I was born on a Christmas tree farm in 1981. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so in 2004, when I moved to Kansas City, I thought it was a short stopover. My wife, or girlfriend at the time, was coming for law school, and my hope was to be into Chicago, San Francisco, somewhere fun. Mm -hmm. And um, about three years later, I did... I'd, found out that that wasn't happening. The fortunate news for us in the middle of this recession that had just started, um, we both had really great jobs. We were doing great things in the city, uh, but I hadn't really found a community. And I think that fast forward through several iterations of my career, what I've found really made me fall in love with Kansas City was getting out myself, establishing relationships with folks like you, um, really understanding the heart and soul of Kansas City being the people, the entrepreneurs, the amazing activity going on in the city. I think the whole city was discovering at the same time too. So um, the thing that's bound every single job in my career together though is um, that idea of bringing people with diverse tastes, talents, experiences together um, and really thinking about how they want to interact with each other, with the environment, with the building that they're sitting in, um, really thinking about experience. So let's talk sort of the, the history and the steps. I know most of it, but you, you had a really interesting job when you worked for sort of sporting. Why don't you sort of talk about that? Because it was such a unique mission statement that your group was given at that time period. Yeah, yeah. And, and the years that that was over. Right. Leading into that job, I had previously worked 
10 years in a corporate job with Sprint um, and found out one day, just woke up, I was like, man, I've sit in a cubicle a lot and I don't love this. And this, I think that was the primary reason I wasn't connected with the city of Kansas City. And so we, we got some money to create this incubator downtown in the crossroads and I immediately found like, oh, this is the part of town I was missing. Um, and that led into this job with um, Cliff Illig, kind of really leading up the charge with several businesses around the city, realizing one thing, they do a really great job of attracting talent to the city for an internship, um, even recruiting them from really high tier business schools. And once the summer's over, they don't really choose Kansas City. And I thought my hypothesis from that challenge was, as I sat with a lot of these CEOs of the biggest companies in Kansas City was, they do a really good job of influencing them and telling them about the culture of the company they've been recruited to. They don't do a good job of showing them that the city has a lot to offer. Also, at the 14 other big corporations in town, there's other people just like them that are here for the same reason. And if your job with Cerner or H&R Block or Garmin or whatever doesn't happen to work out, there's a lot of other opportunities within the city. And so all we did simply was um, bring people together, created really cool shared experiences. Some of those were parties. Some of those were volunteer opportunities. Some of those were just getting them involved in civic conversation and showing them what existed. That's how I met Andy. I think that's how I met both of you, actually, mm -hmm. um, was with LiveKC, bringing people in to show them cool things going on in the city. And whether it was an escape room or um, hand labeling bottles at a distillery um, with you know just several barrels laying on the ground at the time. Um, you know, and fortunately, we were right. Look at what you mm -hmm. you two have grown into and what you're doing, and I we think are was, amazing. You really are, <laughs> and the compliments begin. <laughs> well, the I, best the best story from all that was uh, for for the listeners. Eric created this midnight circus, yeah. and he rented <laughs> the basement of Municipal Auditorium downtown, and this started at eight nine o'clock at night, mm -hmm. something along those lines, and there were. Tons of circus games and drinking and dancing and Quixotic, DJ coming from the ceiling, yeah. Performances, <laughs> and it was just the weirdest, craziest thing that no one had ever really salt and pepper at midnight been to. Oh, that's right, <laughs> and your dog <laughs> after that. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Full circle. Sure. All right, let's uh, let's fast forward a little bit. So now with three D development. Um, what is, you talked about having yeah. a focus on the crossroads, like what is your primary focus that you all are working on right now? Yeah. What's your big dream for the next couple of years? Well, and, and I'm humbled and uh, honored to be there. I, so I've spent the last five years of my career with WeWork, traveled the world and really spent a lot of time in a bunch of different cities across the Midwest, building up small communities within big co-working spaces there. And what I've missed was investing that energy into my own city. And so with Vince, um, Bryant, the the principal of 3D development, an opportunity came about to help you know build some of these really amazing dreams and experiences here in our own city. So you know every day is a little bit different. The coolest thing is every step of my career is getting me closer and closer to ownership of a of a of a business, and this one's been that final leap where I get to do all the really fun things like looking at this old industrial six acre site that we acquired back in uh, November and reimagining what that will become for somebody. Um, looking at the historic Kansas City Star building from 2017, or that we acquired in 2017, um, and we're reimagining re that as office. And we're going in and really rethinking how these buildings and historic uses need to adapt to modern day. But I'm also doing the non-sexy stuff, and I think that's the stuff that over it gets overlooked in, in business is, um, I got off the phone with Spire just now, or I'm doing you know taxes and you know just all the other boring stuff, and it's just always a treat. But um, 
So for us, is it though? Yeah, no. And I Are mean, those phone calls a treat? <laughs> you know what? Uh, if it was easy, everybody would do it, right? This is true. Uh, so it's it's part of the hurdle. Um, so for us specifically, though, the crossroads we think is just such a magical piece of Kansas City and a really cool neighborhood that has such a unique fabric and culture and history. And for us, it's about breathing that new life in, creating really amazing offices, creating really cool retail spaces. And now with this Penway Point project that we're working on, um, dipping our toes into entertainment and looking at gathering and bringing people together. The common thread with all, with all this is um, shared experience is going to be the thing that gets people off the couch. With LiveKC, with everything I've ever done, even now today with people we're you know, convincing and coaxing people to return to the office, we've never been at battle with one of our traditional competitors. We're always in, at battle with your comfort zone, which is probably your couch, probably your house, probably your home office. How do we bring you out of that? And the way to do that is really cool experience. And Andy and I were talking yesterday about how it needs to be really cool. And that seems like a simple statement, right? But there are places that think, oh, as long as we just open the doors, people are going to come gather at this place. And you'll see one restaurant that's killing it, and you'll look at a place across the street, and it's not. Yeah. And so as you focus on Penway Point and, and bringing in all of the things that you know and have learned in traveling the world and seeing where this has been done successfully in other places, like what are some of the things that you're the most excited about that you really think that we need to bring to Kansas City or that we need to grow within Kansas City? Yeah. I think um, I, I was deeply impacted by Seth Godin's Purple Cow book, which, you know, really defines the word remarkable. And I think it like everything at its core, if you're trying to do anything cool, it needs to be remarkable or worth sharing. It's worth sending to somebody else, worth bringing somebody else to. I look at, you know, um, Electric Park, um, you know, and the, and the new garden that you guys put out back. I mean, what an amazing place. Not only is it fun for me to say, like, when visitors come to town, we've got to go down to the East Bottoms and check out this distillery. They've got the best outdoor patio in the city. Um, that's remarkability. It's worth sharing. It's picture worthy too, though, that like I can be there by myself, take pictures and share and people like, where are you? You know, Sinker's Lounge, which I'm excited and I need to bug you about. I'm doing a little team builder over there soon. Same thing. I've just seen the renderings and everything about it is just like, wow, I need to tell somebody about what's going on here. And so for us with Grand Place is a great example, you know, building built in 1911. And even if you don't appreciate history, you're going to appreciate the smell of fresh, fresh baked baked bread, prepared tacos, and all kinds of cool stuff going on in our food hall, a mezzanine overlooking it all, that's part of our main lobby. So it doesn't feel like you're walking into an office space. When you get up to the rooftop, having this dramatic view with a 5,000 square foot rooftop space that is also connected down the hall from your suite and attached to a private business club. These are the kinds of things that you're going to tell other people about. And that's really what you need to set out to do to create these crazy cool experiences. And you've told both of us, I think, separately about what you're, what you're building, but like go from the start. What are you doing with Penway? Yeah. So Penway Point is another project and, and I'll, I'll talk about Grand Place and I'll talk about Penway Point because those are the two really big and fun ones that we're doing. But Penway Point is a over 100 year old um, industrial material site that used to you know fly the flag of Carter Waters right off of I-35. So you've probably driven by it a thousand times and just didn't know it. Um, but it's a six acre site that we acquired in the last year. Um, and, you know, several developers have looked at it. Uh, I think the natural inclination was probably to scrape it to the ground and put a Whole Foods on the ground and build apartments over it. But even that doesn't work well because it sits below the interstate. 
as we started getting into it and demoing that out, what we discovered was the original brick building built in 1908, a 1924 steel uh, machine shed that has zero columns in it, and the rafters say Carnegie, Illinois on them. Um, just this really crazy building that you couldn't rebuild today. If you had the parts and pieces, it'd almost be impossible. And next to that, uh, you know, a building that was built just a little bit later that has this crazy barrel barrel shaped roof with amazing slats that look like you're sitting inside of a whiskey barrel. You should put some barrels there. I, it'd be you amazing, know a guy? wouldn't it? I do. I've, I've been talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hi. Hi. <laughs> but you know, you start digging in and you see, and, and what Vince likes to say, and I'm just like so enamored with his vision on all these things always is, um, he looks at these and, and says like the buildings start to tell him the story of what they need to be. And so I think having that as a default position of like, what if we reimagine versus tore down is really cool. And then starting to program and think about what those could be. And so for us now, this is turning into a six acre entertainment district with, um, hundreds of parking stalls that will help people feel comfortable coming in and parking entertaining space that is just as fun for that 20 something fresh out of school and coming into kansas city as it is for people like us that want to allow our kids to run around while we drink a glass of whiskey um you're calling at, us old i'm not calling us old in fact 40 <laughs> Seasoned. is 40 is my best year yet uh it's been so much fun you're 40 yeah no he, he is old oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Florida's not old. Um, but at the capstone of the project, at the at the end, we're putting a 170-foot Ferris wheel in. And just a, a really cool way to view the city from, again, this is a site that you've seen before, but it's just been a pile of trash for a really long time, and we're really breathing new life into it. What are some of the maybe out-of-Kansas City projects or um, districts that have been really inspiring for you as you're like, Kansas City needs our version of that. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, we can name several, you know, indoor outdoor venues. And, and for us, it's about how do you maximize? I mean, you, I look at electric parking and how do you maximize outdoor use, but also protect it enough for indoor protect protection during the winter. Um, you know, and so I've definitely been inspired by what Andy's built over there, but Good job, buddy. Uh, Thanks, I spent, I spent a lot of time in Dallas and you look at, you wander the, um, the uh you know the downtown district there of uh deep ellum deep ellum yeah sorry geez i almost forgot really i got you bro yeah deep ellum <laughs> and you walk in and you see buildings with roofs kind of torn back and chandeliers hanging from the ceiling um you know just really cool low-lying warehouse district area um i spent a ton of time in detroit in my previous role and what i loved about detroit is they skipped that same development cycle that kansas city did and so there's not a lot of like glass curtain buildings that have been put up in place of cool old brick ones. And so you run into all these really neat um, alternative uses and rethinking mm -hmm. of how to do something neat with an old fire station um, rather than wreck it down and build something brand new. So I'd say, you know, cities that have appreciated the history and the, the old developments um, are the ones that I love the most. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, we're at, we're at 15 already. Yep. Dang. So you want to start wrapping fast. it up? I mean, I, I could go on for 60 more hours, so I think we need to wrap this up. You just like when he compliments Electric Park. No. Tell yeah, us more about. Yeah, you want me no, to go five more minutes on Electric I, Park? I, I do. You know, I, I would get really deep into the capital raising and all of that, but we'd really talked about vision. And, you know, I mean, it's. I, I heard your comment on your interview earlier, too, and I think it's a really important one that, um, you know, 
I want to tell you that we're long-term stakeholders and we are investing for the future of Kansas City. I think um, this isn't a turn and burn. You know, Vince has been doing this for you know over a decade just in the crossroads alone. And when you look at people who know that neighborhood, he's the one walking around that neighborhood every single day kicking the tires and he knows what kind of stuff belongs there. And he's invested for the long-term as well. Um, hasn't sold anything yet. And I think that's what's really cool about the company that I'm with now. I love it. Well, Eric, we do need to wrap up because it's let me be brief. Uh, so work aside, what's the coolest thing you've ever done? Can't say marriage, can't say kids. Those are cop out yeah. answers. I don't believe I've hit peak awesome yet uh, in my life. So I'm still holding out that I think the best thing is still yet to come. However, um, I do like large experiences. And so I've done um, the Kentucky Derby and been to Munich for Oktoberfest. And I did two summer camps with WeWork, um, which was a crazy experience. That could be a whole other podcast all by itself. Yeah, we had a guest one time that went to Firefest. Oh, really? Yep. Please oh, listen. Listen to Emerson's podcast because he <laughs> has a story to tell, man. So, uh, well, Eric, on behalf of Let It Fly Media, Emprise Bank, the Jay Rieger and Co Distillery, and Swell Spark, grateful for what you're doing in the city. Uh, really excited to see these new developments and how they're going to change the fabric of downtown. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you continue to make this an amazing place to be. Thanks for sharing time with us today. Thanks for having me.